Welcome to Law of Attraction in Action. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here and tuning into my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and I am your host. And as always, I'm so excited to have these wonderful people on my podcast sharing their experiences around the Law of Attraction and how fantastic it's made their life. So today's guest, his name is Sabi Warwick. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. You can correct me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can say it. That's not even my full name. No. Right? So Sabi Vadach, that it is. Okay, perfect. His name's a lot longer, guys. So maybe he'll say it first later. I wasn't going to attempt that. But we're going to call you Sabi on this call. So Sabi is a professional speaker, technology leader, angel investor, professor, mentor, coach, project and program management expert, change leader, and volunteer leader with about 20 years of experience in both the public and private sector. He is currently working as the senior technology manager with the city of Portland, and he's an adjunct professor at Portland Community College. And of course, he's also traveling the world, at least the United States, soon to be the world, I'm sure, Savvy, speaking and sharing his gifts with the world because he is just, even in our one conversation we had on the phone, I was enthralled and loved just hearing him talk. So, Savvy, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Michelle, for giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate your time because looking at your resume, you're sure busy right now. <laughs> so I really appreciate this. But one thing I noticed about you, you've, you really seem like you have time. You give your full attention to people when they ask for you. So you're very kind. So thank you. And you're most welcome. So the one question I ask all of my interviewees is, how did you come into the law of attraction? How has it changed your life? Absolutely. So my journey starts, uh, you know, I come from the most perfect city in the world. And if you ask me, which city is that? It's called Chandigarh. If you don't, uh, you know, if, if you still have doubts about that, you can just ask Google. But I came to the United States in 2003 time frame and 2000 i did went to portland state did my masters and then in 2005 i joined city of portland and that was uh during that time uh, i was working for city of portland it was about five o'clock in the evening and somebody knocked on the door and what do you do you just open the door i opened the door and there was this guy who had a knife in his hand and he assaulted me and i spent a couple of days in er and uh, uh, that was a life-changing moment for me. That was the first step. And then what happened after that event was um, I started seeing changes in my body. I st- started gaining weight. Uh, I lost energy. I couldn't concentrate. Uh, my uh, shoes won't fit even. So six months into that, I started losing eyesight from right-hand side of my eye. I could see straight fine, but I couldn't figure out what was going on on the right-hand side. So I go and see an eye specialist, and eye specialist says, you know what, your eyesight seems to look fine. What's going on? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what's going on. You tell me what's going on. So he was like, yeah, come back in next six months. We'll do another round of tests. So what happens in another six months, I start losing eyesight from my left side of the eye and go back to him. Uh, he recommends me to a neurospecialist. Go and I see a neurospecialist. And the neurospecialist says, hey, yeah, we, we're going to run some tests with you and we'll find it out. And one of the tests which he recommended was MRI. And he was like, let's do an MRI on you. We'll see if there is something must be going on in your brain. 
I go for an MRI and next day I come back and talk to the specialist and he tells me, you know, Sabi, uh, you have a brain tumor. Your chances of survival is 60%. What we can do is we have two options. Either we can open up your brain to do a brain surgery or we can go through your nose. And that actually, you know, at that moment, I saw my whole life in front of me going like at a speed of 100 miles an hour kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Small kids, uh, beautiful wife, family here. You know, uh, it was challenging. So I, I went back to my uh, office and talked to a couple of colleagues. Colleagues said, you need to get a second opinion. Came back home. My dad said, you know what? What we're going to do, we'll go back to India. That's where I'm from. We'll do some Ayurvedic and some homeopathic medicine. That should be able to take care of your uh, this brain tumor. Anyways, I go back to the neurospecialist. I say, can you run another test? Is there any other test which can validate that? He was like, yeah, we have this. Uh, another test we can run by this time we'll put a dye in your body, which will give the size of the tumor. Mm-hmm. So I go for that second test. And, you know, usually you go with that up mindset that nothing is going to show up. But apparently it show. Uh, the results come back and it actually, uh, I was able to see the size of the tumor. Mm-hmm. And went back to my office, Greek said, you need to go and see uh, another neurospecialist. You know, you, your friends, you ask for all the opinions. First one in my family to come come here in the United States. I didn't know anybody. So I asked a lot of my family friends here, saying, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go and see another neurospecialist who had come from Chicago. And that person actually said, we're going to run tests on you. He ran tests for about a month or so. And he gave me a medicine and said, Sabi, start taking this medicine every single day. Mm-hmm. And I took that medicine and all my life came back to normal. Wow. And during that time frame, I came to uh, hear about this book called The Secret. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, what is that secret? And it, it is all about, you know, law of direction. As you know, you're the master in that. So I started implementing those principles in my life. You know, how you can manifest success, how you can manifest positive things in your life. And uh, everything is achievable. You know, the, the universe is here to give it to you. All you need to do is just ask for it. Now, how did you go from having this traumatic event where you thought you could have died to being drawn to the book, The Secret? What was the draw to that book or what was going on at the time? You know, when you are in those tough situations, when everything is ending, your life is flashing in front of you, you look for all kind of solutions. Mm -hmm. And I think it must be that I was looking for a solution and I still don't remember who recommended me that book because I was asking everybody, like, what what should I do? And somebody must have handed me that book or would have recommended it. And I read it, was like, man, that was the eye-opening moment for me. And that was the year 2008. It's been 10 years. And I, you know, use the principles of the secrets every single day, every single day. And not only me, my wife is a big believer in that as well. Did you, you expose her to it as well around the same time? A uh, little bit later. Mm-hmm. A little bit later, I think she she's a little bit non-believer, and she doesn't uh, she doesn't uh, you know listen to me 
as such. She said, all the recommendations which I have, I have are biased. So uh, right. it takes some time for her to... <laughs> and that's yeah. people find this stuff on their own when they're ready and i think you know you have to be ready for this because it is kind of like standing on your head it's so different from what we're taught isn't it absolutely it's so different and you know if you're not ready for it you're gonna think it's flaky you're not gonna believe in it yeah and once so you're believe in it i'm sorry what made what made what was that when you read the book you're like i get this uh, you know, initially I was like, okay, let me try it out. Let me give it a shot. Let me, you know, start practicing some of the principles. Uh-huh. And I started practicing some of the principles. Uh, it was like, you know, it, it, was a, it was a funny example. Uh, I said, okay, for the next three days or next five days, I'm going to receive a check in my mail. And I believe in it. And I think it will happen. Oh, you know, the big part is in believing in it. Yes. And eventually, you know what? For five days, every single day, I got a check in my mail. I love it. I love it. I love and it. Even, even the funnier part of that is, you know, I was talking to you and then about a month ago, and that was 10 years ago, right? So about a month ago, I said, you know what? That was a there was a funny way to start. Let me try it again. Let me try that same funny idea which I tried 10 years ago. And this time I'm going to go, let's see, seven days I'm going to get a check in my mail. Uh-huh. Every single day I got a check in my mail. And see, the beauty of this is, the power of this is that one of the days I wasn't, a, you know, I got a check in the mail and that was of my neighbor. Ah, you know, and it's like so powerful. Like I was, I didn't even specify that. Okay. God, you know, that I need check for myself. I just said, I need a check. (laughs) Even the neighbor's check were coming in my mail. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. So, you know, law of attraction, sometimes it does start where you, you see the miracles of life. You go, okay, I'm going to do this manifesting parking spaces. And you're like, oh, wow. That kind of worked. And so I think a lot of people come into the law of attraction, like kind of the baby toe, like, well, let's just try it out. So tell me about how it's really started changing your life. You know, I I started working for City of Portland in 2005. In 2008, I transitioned into a project manager role. And that was the time I started practicing the principles of uh, uh, law of attraction. So as a project manager, you know, I, I started believing in the success of the projects. I started it seeing happening. And what happened was all my projects I was doing turned out to be successful. It's a, it's a, it's a cool story. There were two parts of the project. Now, the first part of the project was done by another project manager. And it failed miserably. She was having such a hard time. So my boss said, Sabi, why don't you pick on the second part of the project? And I picked on the second part of the project, and everything moved so smoothly. It was a big success. Mm-hmm. So people started noticing it like, you know, if you want to get something done, give it to Sabi. Mm. So those were this, you know, those were things which really helped me to become successful as a project manager, as a leader. And now, you know, I can be anything I want to be. That is such the power. I wanted to become an angel investor. I became an angel investor. Uh-huh. 
I want to, uh, about eight months ago, my boss came to me and said, Sabi, have you ever jumped from an airplane? I was like, he must be joking. Must be talking about skydiving. But he was like, guess what? I'm assigning you to this program. Are you interested? And this program, which has failed four times within the city, or I won't say fail, or has, you know, multiple program managers have been fired or replaced, or even a bureau director was let go of, you know, it, it was like a hot potato. Nobody wanted to own it. And he gave it to me. And Sabi, here you go. Make it success. And guess what? That project has been going on for last eight years. And within this now last nine months, we have totally turned it around. Uh-huh. It is such a success story that people were like, even, even one of the bureau directors, she was like, you know, Sabi, uh, the moment you join this project, what I've seen is I've, I've experienced like a jump start, and everything has started moving smoothly. Mm-hmm. So it removes all the roadblocks once you start practicing the principles and start manifesting it. So what did you do? Like, did you do a process, like visualize it every day or just the beginning of the project? What did, what, what did you do? You need to visualize. That's the basic thing. You need to visualize. You need to believe in it. You need to see it happening. You need to feel it. Yeah. Every single day, you need to feel it that you are successful. You're out there. Everybody's talking about it, and you become successful. Yeah. It's so easy in so many ways. I think if more people knew about this, this is what I love about doing this podcast. If they knew how powerful they are just by the way they think and and to visualize and to feel it and do affirmations or. It's it's a game changer, isn't it? it? You know, absolutely, it is a game changer. But most of the folks come up with the negative mindset. It's like, you know, I will do it if I see it, if I believe it. That's not how it works. No. You need not. to believe in it. You need to visualize it and things will show up. You don't need to know how it's going to happen. All you need to do is it should happen. It will happen. And then things start lining up for you. And you won't even, your those doors, which you never knew were there or were closed, start opening up for you. Well, and one of those doors that opened for you is speaking. Tell us more about that and how that started, because that's an interesting story. Yeah, so uh, I always wanted to be a, I never wanted to be a speaker. So here's the, here's the beauty about it. I never thought, you know, coming from India, English is my second language, I will ever be a speaker. Mm-hmm. So I have been mentoring individuals for last I will say 10, 12 years. And I teach them the principles of success. I want to give back, right? Law of attraction is such a big part of that. So I wanted to teach those principles to my mentees. And one of my mentees was like, Sabi, why don't you, you know, teach these principles to everybody? I was like, you know, are you serious? Who's going to listen to me? I was like, no, Sabi, these are great principles. You will love it. Folks will love it. You, sh- you need to do it. So what I did was I host the downtown roundtable and I usually invite speakers uh, for project management. And one of these days, I picked myself up as a speaker. I said, I talked with my co-host saying, you know what, I'm going to be a speaker. And he was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So I talked about 13 principles or 13 secrets to how to be a successful leader. And it became such a success after that, that I started getting invitation to speak at 
different leadership conferences within the city, outside city. And I started believing in myself. You know, I see myself speaking in front of hundreds of people. And I'm, st- it's a journey, right? And my next step is I see myself speaking in front of 500 people. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I am seeing myself speaking in front of 500 people. And that will be such a beautiful journey. And what I love is you didn't want to be a speaker. <laughs> I didn't want to be a speaker. I, I had no interest in that. Yeah. 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 But it, yeah, it, well, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I didn't want to be a speaker either. At least that was not something I, I was a nurse and I was happy being a nurse, but I kept being called to something bigger. And I think when you learn something that's so exciting, it's so natural to want to share that. And speaking is just a perfect outlet to be able to share that. So it's more about you're able to share a message that's going to change people's lives because it's changed your life, right? Yeah, it has changed my life. And, you know, the best feeling which I get is when go and speak about it in front of people at the end of the presentation, at least one or two folks came to me, usually come to me and say, you know what, Sabi, this is so powerful. And they even give me a hug for, you know, changing their life just with one principle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is such a good feeling to where you're making, cha- you're making a change in somebody's life for betterment. And it's a it's a way of giving back. The more you give, the more you're going to get back. But you have to start giving first. That's, a, again, same principle. You have to give first before you start receiving it. What you give, you shall receive. And it's yep. so true. And the more you give, it feels good to give. Absolutely. So not only are you, the universe is reciproc- reciprocating your goodness, but it, it raises your vibration, which then helps draw even more things to you. Uh, so it is absolutely really it, it 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 helped me to you know uh, bring in touch with you and then you know Olga is another one I connected with her and then she invited me to speak at a event tomorrow at, at Oregon City so I'm doing that so it's all you know it's all in the universe everything is just lining up for you to make these things happen and it's crazy because I'm seeing it hugely in my life too I've had so many people come on my podcast lately and just the attraction of people in general is just astonishing. But that is the intention that I set. And I'm sure you too, you, you want to connect with people. And I can tell that about you, you're a relationship builder. And so is Olga, which is yeah. why she connected you and I. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. We're all interlinked. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your talk? I know you do talk about mindset. Is there, is there a little bit of tips you can give my viewers? Absolutely. Absolutely. I talk about three big principles to be success in your life. And, you know, I start with relationships. You need to build those relationships. It's all about relationships, whether it's in your, you know, in your relationship with your spouse, with your partner, with your family, with your boss, with your colleagues, everybody. It's all about relationship and talk about some of the principles, how you can build those principles. You know, Elder, he has, um, he's a speaker and a writer. And he talks about 100-0 principle. And I'm a big believer in that. And the 100-0 principle says, you give your 100%, but expect nothing in return. Mm, That's the mm-hmm. zero. Mm-hmm. I love and that. once you start giving your 100%, the other individual, other person starts seeing that, and they eventually start giving their 100%. So rather than becoming 100-0, it becomes more like 100-100 and such a successful relationship. Yeah. And... And that also leads you to more 
happiness as well. When you have zero expectations, mm-hmm. you you're just doing it. And you're going to be more happy because you are giving your 100% and there is no expectation. Yes. Yes. I Princi- love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's Go principle ahead. number two? Now I'm ready for your next one. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> principle number two is believe. Mm-hmm. And believing in yourself, believing in law of direction, uh, having that positive mindset. That is so important. And I talk about, you know, an example where... Uh, I was supposed to speak at Utah. And I was supposed to catch a flight at 6.10 in the morning from Portland. And I put an alarm for 4.45. My dad was supposed to drop me off. And I had a new phone at that time. And my do not disturb was set from 11 to 5. So guess what? My do not disturb override my alarm. So at 5.15, my dad knocks on the door and said, Sabi, are you ready? And the first thing which comes to your mind after looking at the clock is, oh, man, I'm going to miss that flight. It's 5.15. There's no way I can catch that flight. But you change your mindset. You say, you know what? I'm going to catch that flight. I changed my mindset. 5.15, got up. 5.20, I was ready. Five Within 10 minutes, Amazing. I was at the airport. Up. It just stops when you have this magical, like, it's going to happen. It's, Somehow time stops. It stops, yeah. 5.30, I was at the airport. Now, that's the next spot, right? 5.30 at the airport, I had booked my flight thinking, who would be flying like 6 o'clock in the morning? Guess Everybody. what? Everybody <laughs> in Portland is flying 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. So my dad looks at me and said, Sabi, uh, uh, would you like me to stay? I was like, no, you go back home. Because I'm going to catch that flight. I will make it happen. So I, I told my dad, you go back home. That's, you know, the part where I told the universe to take that action. You know, told the universe, guess what? I believe in it. I'm going to catch that flight. This is the action I'm taking. I told my dad to go back home. Go you in believe there. it so much. You showed your faith right there. By Absolutely. Telling him to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go in there. Line is all the way till the back. And I talked to the agent. I was like, can I break this line? And her answer was, no. (laughs) I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like, where are you flying? I was like, you know, I'm flying to Utah, but I'm flying from here to Seattle with a connecting flight and then from Seattle to Utah. And she was like, yeah, there is this shorter line for Seattle. Crazy. I never even knew that existed. I never, I've, you know, I have traveled for 10 years from Portland Airport. Never knew that there is a shorter line for Seattle. Mm-hmm. I go in there, guess how many folks were there? Just one. Mm. Give my ID. Uh, and there was something going on at that time where I didn't have to take my uh, belt off or take my laptop out or take my shoes off. It wasn't the TSA thing, but something, you know, how the universe manifests it. It was mm-hmm. a breeze. It, uh, mm-hmm. what it would have you know would have been like a 30 minute kind of a time it was a breeze with five minute and i still had time to grab a cup of coffee i love that and i had the same situ- oh go on i want you to finish your story before i tell you mine yeah go on and these you know i have multiple examples of that where yeah. things manifest once you take that action once you tell the universe and you believe in it things start just showing up for you Absolutely. Absolutely. I just was late to work one time and I literally was, the traffic was terrible. I had to be there at seven o'clock. 
I had to drop my boys off with their dads. It was 20 to seven. I had to go on the other side of town and back to, to work. Like literally it seemed impossible, but I did the same thing as you. I'm like, nope, I'm going to get there. I'm going to clock in by 7.02. Like I set that intention, the clock in at that time. I was a nurse at the hospital at the time. Yeah. And sure enough, like there was no, tra- I, I, the traffic cleared almost immediately when I set that intention and it was smooth sailing and I managed to clock in at work at 7.02. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so same thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, another example which I usually give is uh, I was supposed to, uh, I was putting together a PMP certification boot camp for PMI Portland chapter. I was the president of the chapter. And I was talking to one of my team members and uh, she was like, yes, we can do that, but you have to do an RFP. Uh, that which is a request for proposal and i was like you know this is a non-profit organization we don't have to do it i can send out a couple of invites to a couple of the local vendors and they can send proposals and we can select one and she was like yeah that's fine i send the proposal to a couple of folks here and then you know we set up a meeting to discuss that we select a vendor apparently she was like no i still think you know just to be transparent we need to send an rfp to all the vendors mm-hmm. i was like are you serious she was like, yeah. I was like, okay, are you going to do it? She was like, yes, I can do it, but I don't have a template. I don't have this. I don't have that. It's going to take me two months. It's going to take me you know, three months to do that before I can put anything together. I was like, don't worry. I will take care of it. I will make it happen. And she was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I can make it happen. Don't worry. We'll get it done sooner than that. So I come back. I send an email to my... Uh, chapter support person and chapter support person says sabi yes or no you can do it you don't have to do it but guess what here i'm gonna send you a link to a on-site uh, online web forum you fill out the information and submit it and it will go out to all the uh, educational providers across across the united states of america yeah. what was supposed to be like a three-month thing was a seven-minute job for me because things wow. just lined up because I believe in it. I could make it happen. And that is that is the true, you know, power of manifestation and this law of direction. That's amazing. And what's your third principle? Third principle is give back whenever you can. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it is about how can I help you to be more successful? If you help enough people to be successful, you yourself be successful. So I look for opportunities where I can make a difference in somebody's life. The more people I help, that is the faster pace for me to be successful. Yes, yes. And that, that is such... Just on that, just have a book on that would be amazing. <laughs> I'm sure that <laughs> So th- those are your three big principles. B stands for believing in yourself. I stands for investing in relationships. G is for to give back. Mm, I love it. And I can see why they call you back for these talks because we all resonate with that. I believe whether you believe in law of attraction or not, I'm sure everyone listening right now probably believes that they wouldn't be listening. But for all those friends of ours that don't believe, how could you not believe when you say I things work out so much smoothly, smoother, smoothly when we are in alignment, when we are in our joy, when we believe that it's happening these are all great things. And then we're happy now. And so to me, that's the, the end of the story of the journey. It's being happy now, right? Absolutely. Because all that you do is amazing. So 
Well, Sabi, thank you so much. I love all your stories. I wish I could make your talk tomorrow. I won't be able to, but I will be there in spirit. And I'm, I just really, really appreciate you being on my show. No, thank you so much. It, it, was, it was such a great experience to do my first podcast. Thank you to you. And hopefully, <laughs> yeah. could, hopefully we, we're going to do many more in future. And all the best for you and for this podcast. I know you get so much fun out of it. I, I can feel it. And you're going to rock it. So all the best wishes. Oh, thank you, Sabi. And thank you, everyone, for listening. If anyone else here listening wants to be on my show, I would love to hear from you. Just go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And I would just so happy to hear from you. And have a wonderful day and happy manifesting.